Right, so the High Court in Pretoria has ruled that South Africa's analog television switch-off date must be postponed from end March to end June. Government is switching off analog television transmitters to free up broadband spectrum. We now have on the line Mr. Jan Vermeulen. He is editor of My Broadband to tell us more. Hi, Jan. Hi, good how, afternoon. How are you doing today? I'm well, how are you? Well, thank you, Jan. Okay, so Jan, let's break it down, right? Firstly, maybe tell us why is this conversation so important and how is this all going to function? Sure, yeah. So the the thing is that all these spectrum issues are intertwined. So the, the analog TV spectrum is connected to the, the spectrum auction that ICASA held recently. And and um, all the spectrum, a great way to think about it is it's raw network capacity. If you think of data as water, mm. then spectrum is like the pipe that the water flows through. Okay. And and um, and uh, the, this uh, all the, the spectrum that analog TV broadcasters are sitting on um, is spectrum that mobile network operators can and want to use and have been promised uh, for years now um, that can be used to to increase coverage, to drive down their costs um, mm. of investment. Uh, and so that means for us, the end user at the end of the day, cheaper prices. Of course. It means wider coverage, especially in rural areas. Of course. Um, and, and it means uh, because the, it's lower frequency spectrum, um, it's better at, at penetrating through walls. And so that means, um, you know, better coverage in places where, you know, people complain, uh, you know, outside the signal is fine. But the second I walk into the building or into my house, the signal, you know, goes away. Uh, and so, uh, you know, this, this spectrum can be of quite a good use there. Okay, so we understand why this broad this broadband spectrum is important, right? Let's talk yes. about how um, switching from analog to digital, you know, analog to digital. There we go, and how yes. some provinces have switched off already, and how there's been a lot of delay for the rest of the country, and why that is happening. Yeah, so um, it's, it's a long story that dates back um, to to at least 2010, yes. but the short version is. Um, and most recently, what, what's happened is the minister has gone province by province uh, to switch off analog TV transmissions. Um, and uh, basically, the process has run into a snag with, with some, uh, with actually all of the free to air broadcasters now, SABC included, saying, listen, they're concerned that um, a bunch of people who rely on this, these analog TV transmissions are going to be cut off yeah. and they're going to lose access to TV. Mm. And, uh, and so um, it's, been a, it's been a slow process uh, to, to move people over to uh, you know, where people are, are still receiving TV transmissions over bunny ears um, to an old TV set to get them mm. what's called a set-top box. Mm. It's basically a decoder, um, like a DSTV decoder, except it, what it does is it decodes digital TV signals into an, a signal that your old TV can understand. Um, and so, uh, yeah, um, in short, that's why that's why the process has been dragging on so long. Um, it's not been helped by the fact that there's been a tremendous amount of corruption um, due to vested interests in the space that's, uh, that's really messed up things in terms of the sets of boxes and their distribution. Yeah, because I was going to ask, was the government not supposed to assist with that process? Yes. So, so the government is subsidizing um, some of these set-top boxes. I, I, if I recall correctly, the, uh, the initial thing was to supply 5 million households, and then they identified you know, South Africa's indigent, most needy households, um, households where 
the income is 3,500 rand a month or less. Mm. Um, and uh, and then they, they would provide these set-top boxes to those households. But there should also be set-top boxes for uh, wealthier households mm-hmm. to, to buy, right? It's, it's, this isn't just about um, the, the poorest of the poor. Yeah. Um, there are going to be people who make more money or households where they make more money where they still need a set-top box. Yeah. And so these were supposed to be relatively widely available on the market in South Africa, um, but as I said, the, the whole process um, was messed up as a result of, of vested interest and, and corruption, unfortunately. Uh, okay, so let's talk about these set uh, top boxes. In what instances are these set boxes needed and when are they not required at all? Yeah, 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 good question. So a lot of people are confused about this. Um, so uh, if you are already on satellite TV of some kind, DSTV, OpenView, StarSat, uh, whatever, you know, satellite, you know, if you've got a dish on your roof and that's how you're getting your, your TV signal, you don't need it at mm. all. Um, you're, you're effectively already digital. Um, then, um, so, so in short, if you are receiving a signal over bunny ears, then you're probably going to need, in fact, bunny ears, you're definitely going to need a set-up box. Mm. If you have an antenna on your roof, um, then, then you might need a set-up box. It depends on whether you're, you've got a newer TV. If you've got a, if you've got a more modern TV, then it, it might have an in, what they call an integrated digital tuner. Um, but um, I don't know how widespread those TVs are. So generally speaking, if, if, you, are, if you are not on satellite um, and you are still receiving a TV signal, a normal TV signal, you're not completely streaming, then, uh, then you're going to need a set-top box, probably. All right. Um, there's there's going to be some exceptions, but generally, I think that's the rule. Okay, Jan. So if I'm listening to you and I'm still a bit confused as to whether or not I need a, a set-box, wh- who can I call to come to my house and check? Yeah, so, so um, the, the government um, has stuff up on websites. Uh, there's, I think, stbregistrations.co.za. Um, and you can check the Department of Communications and Digital Technologies' website, dcdt.gov.za. They'll have information on there um, okay. regarding, uh, regarding you know, who you can call um, and, and how you can register for set-top boxes and, and all that stuff. All right. So this postponement is now becoming a big deal, right? It's gone all the way to the High Court. What impact will this postponement have? As it stands now, nothing. It's actually, it's actually amazing how it's turned out. Mm. Just yesterday, before the High Court ruling came out, the industry regulator, ICASA, announced that it was delaying the process anyway. They're like, we note mm. the minister said 31 March, but we, we're going to announce this transition period. It's all um, you know, couched in clever language. From 1 April to 30 June, and the, the, the story behind that is because they've handed out temporary spectrum because of the COVID pandemic, two mobile network operators, Vodacom, MTN, Celsius, Telcom, Rain, um, have all got what they call provisional spectrum. Okay. And th- that spectrum, that temporary spectrum, is valid until the end of June anyway. And so what ICASA said is, okay, you know, we're not going to take away the temporary spectrum overnight. We're going to give the operators, you know, enough time, at least three months' time, to, to wind up their stuff and migrate out of, the provisional spectrum mm. um, and get onto their permanent spectrum. So they, they've announced this transitional period, and then the High Court ruling came out, and they said, "Okay, we'll only do the analog TV cutoff in at the end of June," which is exactly what's, what what ICASA said anyway. 
so, so funny enough, it, it, it changes nothing, okay. <laughs> uh, which I'm sure ETV is unhappy about. And uh, we'll see. ETV is mulling their options over. Um, they might appeal the ruling uh, and, and go to Supreme Court of Appeal and, and get a longer delay. Ish, man. Okay, so what about what about the fact that because you did mention that uh, there was a, for that migration period, right? Uh, government was supposed to have given eight million households those set top top boxes. Will those set top boxes be installed by the time June arrives? And will it also no. be widely available for anybody else who might not be, you know, in line to get that subsidy? Yeah, that's a, that's also a good question. So, so according to the court ruling, no, the, the court has only compelled uh, the government to install around five hundred thousand. It's it's over, you know, it's over five hundred thousand mm. um, set top boxes of people who had registered by thirty one October last year. Mm. Then there's at least another two hundred and sixty thousand who registered after that. And they will only get this, they're only required by the court to get their set-top boxes by the end of September. And so at this rate, um, you know, those people are going to be cut off um, between July and September um, unless government moves and, and gets them their set-top boxes faster, which the minister is trying to do, having, yeah. you know, having seen her press statements and spoken to her. Mm. Um, but, you know, there, there are limitations. And so the court has said people who have registered, they must be prioritized, and they must not be allowed to be cut off. They've registered. Um, mm. The people who registered late, um, they can receive theirs late, but it has to be by the end of September. But now the other thing I want to mention is that 8 million figure is, is not is, is disputed. Um, we don't actually know. There are no hard, there's no hard data mm. on exactly how many households are going to be left behind. The only hard figure we have right now um, are the registrations coming into uh, the the Department of Communications. So if people are out there, if the household earns less than 3,500 rand a month, I really urge them to go and register at the post office um, for the subsidized set-top box. It's the only way the government knows that you need it. Um, Otherwise, you're not counted in that respect. But what we do know for sure is there's 260,000 people, over 260,000 households, more than that in people, um, that are currently being left behind. And that's part of the fight uh, from, from ETV and, and what this upset about. Yeah. Well, Jan, let's see how it all unfolds, yeah? Thank you so much for your time. It's my pleasure. Have a great afternoon. Bye. That's Mr. Jan Vermeulen. He's editor of My Broadband. Breaking it down for us, how government is switching off analog television transmitters to free up broadband and how you should maybe uh, register if you're going to need a set-top box, if you can see that you are still using that aerial television. Don't get left behind.